0: Welcome to My Beautiful Stories, our conversations about finding the magic in the mundane. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of season 3. It's lovely to be back. We are sorry for our absence. We have been busy with preparing a little surprise for you. And if you would like to be the first to know, sign up to my newsletter, which you can find on the website stories.com, that's S-T-O-R-I-S-S-E dot or just follow the link in my bio on my Instagram account. Today's story is provided by Ilse, and following the story, you will hear a short snippet of the interview that I ran with her on Instagram. I was stuck, I was being split in two parts, in two different, contradicting, conflicting worlds. There was the world where I wanted to be, the creative world, where I could be in my own safe space and move in my own rhythm, where I could write, plan, create, share, connect, And there was the world where I had to be to survive. The job world where time dragged and drained me. Then it all stopped. The job world disappeared. After a brief moment of confusion and uncertainty, I began to thrive. Hours of nothing but time for myself in my creative world turned into days, weeks, months, and suddenly it felt like it had always been like this, like it should always be like this. My mind was buzzing with creativity, my body was tingling with motivation to be productive and to get back into all the things that I love. Long forgotten hobbies were uncovered as I sat by the dusty piano and let my stiff, paint-covered fingers create music. Projects that I could have only dreamt of before, suddenly, were coming to life. Photos, films, mindful and creative challenges. I worked on six film projects, I started my own business, I connected with so many people and shared and developed so many ideas. And nature. Oh, the time I had for nature. Long walks in the forest where I could forget about hours slipping by. Chasing sunsets in fields, dancing in meadows and falling in the grass to look at the big open skies above me, bonding with local cats and horses, spotting birds, does, rabbits and snakes. A taste of fresh air every single day. A moment of earthing, breathing, living. That's all I really needed what we all needed, and what some of us were privileged to get. That moment to slow down, to look at our lives, to set some new dreams and goals and priorities, to create, to relax, to just be. And now, the world is buzzing again. That job world is back and it is calling to me, to return. It's been months So why does it feel so sudden, so urgent? I've had the taste of a life that I want and need. And once again, I find myself struggling, divided between two very different worlds. One day soon, I hope, I can leave that job world myself. One day, I won't need it and I'll be living in that creative world where I dream to be. The release date of this episode coincides with reintroduction of lockdown in the UK and many other European countries. And we thought it was a good time to bring some inspiration and hope to some of us. As I mentioned before, this episode has a slightly different format. You will now listen to myself and Ilse in conversation in a live broadcast on Instagram earlier this week. Thank you for the stories and for all the effort you put into making the film. I was reminiscing on the Romanian Revolution. And I remembered this, almost like this alternative reality that was happening in the Baltic countries at the same time. So I lived through an armed struggle, the overthrow of a dictatorial regime. And it was very traumatic, even for a nine-year-old. But on the other side of Europe... North from me, there were these uh, Baltic countries where people gathered together and held hands. That was two million people holding hands over 700 kilometers in a peaceful protest against the same kind of stuff that was happening in Romania. And I remember watching that on, on the TV and thinking, that's just amazing. And definitely the memory stayed with me as a symbol of what you can do as a community. Together, just a simple act of solidarity. And the, the chain actually remained known in history as the chain of freedom. That's what the planet project was based on. And then at the beginning of the year, I started to contact different creatives and podcasters and writers, asking them if they would like to donate a piece of work to our planet. And I think that's what that's when it struck me that what was beautiful about this project was the fact that. Everyone had a different story. Everyone was really, really different, coming from all over the world. And it was these stories that were going to make the project really meaningful. For instance, there was Anne, I still am so moved by what she shared, who had walked the march in um, April 50 years before she had actually been there on the very first Earth Day. And then there was you, I remember when I got in touch with you and asked you if you wanted to be part of the project and you said that your parents had been involved in the Baltic chain. What a connection that is as well.
1: It's one of those memories that I literally remember where I was exactly when you messaged me because I remember I was in a shop outside and I checked my Instagram and there was this message and and I just remember I got so excited because I am very patriotic, I'm Latvian so uh, I feel like Latvians in general, we all have a very strong kind of patriotism because Latvia has, well, just like Romania and lots of other European countries we have gone through lots of different struggles, lots of occupations and even though I personally haven't really lived through it all of that happened Mm -hmm. just literally less than five ten years before i was born so i have always grown up with stories from my parents talking about these things and yes and they have lots of times that they have told me that they were in in the barricades and different peaceful protests and that they were part of the baltic chain and they have always talked to me about how beautiful that was and and i've seen pictures we have we have films being made of those and 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 even films that just obviously mention it or or are based on the Baltic chain there's there's lots of talk about it of course and when you mentioned that you would like to do a project based on that I was so moved (laughs) and I I got really really excited and I definitely knew right away that I was going to be a part of it and then you mentioned that furthermore you want to this project specifically about our earth and, and the planet and I was like well that's just the second thing that I'm so passionate about so yes I'm, I'm definitely in and that was that was months before the planet project was even announced so I still had no idea what exactly was going to be alive, but I knew I was going to definitely be part of it.
0: When, when you look at what was created on the day so we met on the day we met virtually it actually it was really strange because when I planned it I had no idea that we were going to be in the situation that we were, it became even more meaningful that we were meeting online because there was nowhere else to meet in April 2020, particularly in Britain. We were in lockdown, in actual the first stage of lockdown. And on the day when everyone created their, donated their own work, it was just um, amazing how differently we can connect. It really offered everyone an opportunity to really show their love for the planet. It was really meaningful. It was, for me, the day was like a a big shining light in those months of, of difficult Keeping up on, with Instagram on the day in my bedroom, because that's where I was, with the kids running havoc around the house, was even more intensely meaningful because I realized that on the other side of the screen there were all these other people who had entrusted this project with a little piece of your their work and they were all in similar circumstances the day was absolutely beautiful it's, it's a pleasure to remember this live is an opportunity to thank every single participant as well once again i have to mention lisa as well at this stage who has created the logo completely voluntarily and a lovely
1: template mm. Obviously, I just like you were saying the whole planet project not just that day but the whole week around it because lots of people were sharing on different days and that whole time was just so inspiring and so wonderful and and I just felt such an insanely strong sense of community which I don't think I had ever felt online before because not only people were all sharing um, their thoughts and their memories and their creations about the same cause they were also just supporting so passionately each other and everyone's creations and sharing so many wonderful words sharing each other's work and and it just felt like such a powerful movement and i was so moved by it so i merely knew that i would like to do something to continue the project and i'm a filmmaker and right away i was thinking that this could make a really wonderful little film and it was meant to be just a small little film. My original idea was something up to five minutes, just a few little quotes, maybe a small little video somewhere in the forest, and, and that's about it. And then I started to collect the quotes. And I was going for every single person who uh, was involved in the plant project. It took me a few days. <laughs> and I realized that I ended up with 15 pages. <laughs> and I still, I didn't want to create a huge project I still wanted to contain it a little bit so I worked very hard to unfortunately cut some of the quotes out or just cut them shorter and and just just really captured the essence and I was really trying to work with it as a film script where I would just take things out make it flow really nicely even though it sometimes meant that I would feel so guilty for taking some of these words out and yeah so that was the first step and then I realized because again my original idea was to keep it very small and I was going to just record the quotes myself and just make it nice and simple but then I realized that I have this whole I think I ended up with 10 pages in the end of quotes and I was and I just realized I can't really record it all because first of all I'm, I'm not really a voice actor and I didn't think it would be that great and secondly. Yeah, I just didn't really think that 10 or whatever minutes of just my voice would be that interesting. So I started um, asking people around again from the same Planet Project. Community, if they would like to narrate some of them, and I found a few others that were outside of the Planet Project community, which meant that the project was starting to grow bigger. Uh, your daughter joined as well, which was very nice, and it added such a lovely, sweet touch to the film. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so that was the first step. And then I did this really fun color-coordinated script where I just uh, <laughs> colored each quote in different color, and people recorded the voices, and uh, and it was all coming together so nicely as I was putting all those quotes together and realized how long the actual soundtrack, the audio track was... I started realized that this is going to be much longer and I know a few uh, composers myself from the films I have worked uh, on before but this actually happened completely accidentally because Vicky, one of the people from the Planet Project who had con- contributed with her quote and also narrated some of the quotes in the film, she messaged me saying that she would just like to help with any music and, and so I thought okay, you know, go ahead, let let's see what happens <laughs> and then for the next few months we worked together and creating this wonderful, beautiful soundtrack really helps to thread the whole project together. That music, it connects everything from one quote to another, from one section to another. Oh yeah, and she was doing it all again, just like all of us from her home in her living room. I decided to divide the film into three parts, so there's like a narrative that, that takes you through different emotions. And so the first part was called Attraction. It was all about those innocent, pure childhood memories about time spent in nature. And my whole goal behind that part was just to make people smile. (laughs) All the footage in there was filmed around my local areas. So I went to the forest, I went to the meadows, to the river, I... Even took a bus, which was the the first bus trip I I believe I took when uh, when we got the lockdown restrictions lifted <laughs> to the seaside to get some shots of the cliffs and the sea. And the whole idea behind that was just to kind of create almost like a um, like one of those old videotapes you would maybe find somewhere in the home. The second part, which uh, normally most films is when uh, it's like the more heavy serious part, which also happened in Telos, is was called Anxiety, and it was all about those fears and concerns about our planet. So that's when I got all the heavier quotes about damage that humankind has done to our planet. And I feel like that, that music is actually my favorite part, because I feel like there's so much soul and so much emotion in that part of the film. And so to really capture those... Kind of the pain, I actually found lots of stock footage, shots of some devastating views. Finally, my goal from the beginning was whatever the film is, that it needs to end on a very hopeful, uplifting, inspiring note because that's exactly how... um, the project made me feel last bit was just called hope and that was when most of the quotes were all about the call of action and about the solutions again I just need to mention the music it just really uplifts you and it really comes together in this amazing combination of all these sounds and voices coming together and and that part was the most tricky to me to decide what to do for footage then I realized that I know so many wonderful women who are beautiful dancers and again I need to actually emphasize most of them are not professional dancers and so I approached a few people and they were very happy to join and I just got them to film themselves and I gave them a pretty intense list of instructions to follow and I was so hopeful because I didn't really know where most of these people exactly are based what kind of landscapes they have I just asked them to find nature <laughs> and uh, and i was just hoping that i would get different types of landscapes and that's exactly what i ended up with we end up seeing woodlands and gorgeous mountains and seasides and and just fields and everything and and i think it's just so beautiful and just there were so many moments when i would see that that people have both like all chosen to let's say um do movements of them really like reaching out to the sky and in the same exact moment or when they were all um, kind of embracing themselves and going back inwards and and I just felt like it was so fascinating how somehow the music really speak, spoke to us in a very similar way. Mm-hmm. I did actually look for that message because I was the day when I sent you the film because you were the first person I sent it to and um, and I remember I I specifically went scrolled all the way back to find that original message when I because I was curious to find out how I worded the film and just like you mentioned at the beginning it was meant to be just a short little video for or like a good cause, and, and yeah, and it just grew into something so much bigger, and it was very early in May when I suggested it, it, it had like, the planet project had just been going on for, it just, like, it, it was closing down, and I was just feeling very, very inspired still by it, and, and feeling very moved, and, um, and that's when I suggested to start making the film, but then it obviously just kept growing, so I do remember that Early June, I already had all the quotes sent to me and narrated, and uh, and I was putting them all together. I spent pretty much June and July filming the footage whenever i had a chance to get outside and uh and get some clips and um and i only uh the dancing was the last bit that i came up with and it was also the last bit that we were working on so it was october i believe when i only decided <laughs> to do the dances or and yeah and i finished uh, the film by the final final cut on the 31st of october awesome. i knew from the beginning that i wanted this project to give back to Mother Earth because the whole Planet Project was all about coming together for a planet. I thought it would be a wonderful way to to create a film that not only captures the essence of uh, the Planet Project and, and also celebrates all these wonderful contributions, but it also somehow helps Earth and just keeps uh, spreading this message further. So I did have a completely different organization of mine at first, which I was going to work with, but um, that all changed over summer. I started um, looking for different organizations that support our environment. Then I came up to this one called Friends of the Earth. And as soon as I read that word, I was like, I feel like this word just says it all because that's, I feel like we were all in this project. We were all Friends of the Earth because we were all sharing our love, sharing our concerns. And sharing our uh, sharing our hope for the future I really loved what they stand for and they very simply explain that what they do is they work for the well-being of our um natural environments and everyone in it. I reached out to them and I told them that I would like to dedicate a film to them and raise a little bit of money for them and they were very very uh, moved by it and very excited. For example this is something that they said on their website that uh, they're committed to work towards a peaceful and sustainable world based on societies living in harmony with the way how I am supporting them as well is that I have a company called Zero Set, and um, it's just a company where I have um, that I have created to focus on my drive and love for the nature and for the environment, and that's why I have come up with this whole little term called creative environmentalists, which is that uh, through creative expression we can be environmentalists. If we if we are an artist, if you create some sort of art or creative project, you can do it with Earth on your mind and you can somehow support it in a way. And um, and that's that's what TELUS obviously is. And so with every project that I want to make as Zero Set, I want to support a charity. And uh, and so that's how Friends of the Earth is linked to TELUS. Just for people who maybe have no idea what um, Planet Project was or maybe even uh, what this film is, I think a really beautiful way to describe, first of all, the Planet Project had over 300 contributions I believe, it was so many quotes different um, collages and pictures and and, and videos, but um, in the film itself um, there are quotes by 35 people, so that's quite a lot (laughs) and there's 12 different voices that narrated them and 7 dancers, and all from all over the world, we literally have people from America to Australia in all different um, areas and and we all came together in this time when we were all very, how to say, it, um, divided because we all had to stay in our own homes and we couldn't see each other. But at the same time, through this project, we all came together from all around the world. And um, and I just think it's it's so special and so beautiful. I am a nature child, a <laughs> nature spirit, and I grew up in a country which is all filled of never-ending forests and, and, and vast meadows and empty beaches and... And I I just always have had this very really strong connection to the earth. And about two years ago, I believe, I started to really learn about climate change and the uh, pollution and environmental crisis. And I decided to become more sustainable. And very quickly after I started to um, change my lifestyle to a more sustainable one, I realized that as a filmmaker, I should also make my art more sustainably because filmmaking itself is a very damaging industry with... Uh, with a huge negative environmental impact, and at the same time, it could create a huge positive impact. So I have tried to approach this in two ways, in uh, creating my films more sustainably, so when I'm on film sets, just trying to reduce waste, and also by including messages about our planet in, um, in the films I make. And that's obviously what Telos is. it's all about our planet and, and, and what we can do to improve the life on it. back to the question about how long it took I mean, I'm not really going into into detail but for people who have never worked on films I feel like you would not believe how long it sometimes takes just to, for example on that last day when I was finishing the film, I literally went through and I, and I kept pressing the arrow millisecond after millisecond just to make sure that each text of the quote starts exactly as the voice comes on and it's just the tiny little things like that and it took me so long to just kind of uh, align everything and, uh, and it's small little things like that but it just it didn't even bother me at all because I just knew that I was I was coming together to something something really special. At some point around the middle point of it all when I had finished the first part of the film I had edited the pretty little childhood um, section of the film and and I thought it was really nice, but I suddenly felt like I had no idea where to go from here. Because, as I mentioned originally, the whole film was just going to be my own footage. And suddenly all the footage that I had filmed for those two months had gone only in the first part. Because, again, I didn't didn't quite understand how massive this project was, I guess, for a long time. And uh, and then I just remember having that moment that I had no idea where to go from here and and, and how to keep growing it. Because because I felt like each part needs to have something different, so it keeps growing into something new. Finding stock footage was more of a challenge than I expected, because just finding places that were affordable, affordable enough, but also had the kind of footage I needed, and, uh, and searching for them. And uh, and I need to say my partner, Colt was the main force of um, <laughs> motivation there, because he was the one who found different sources of stock footage and who sorted all of that for me.
0: How did you find amazing women to collaborate with?
1: Yeah, I feel like another really good thing about this question is specifically women, because I didn't, didn't really specify it anywhere, but this project is 100% female production, except for a few men helping behind the scenes. Like I said, my partner was helping, and we obviously know that some of the dancers were helped by their partners as well, filming them. And But in uh, at the front, it was all just women, which which was not really my intention at all. It was just that when I was collecting the quotes, I realized that all the quotes were written by women. And I was just thinking that actually all the quotes were written by women, maybe we should just have women reading them out. So so then, I, then all the voices were women again. And uh, and so somehow it just turned into only women working on this. And, and and that was also another reason what really inspired me to have all these women dancing in the film. When we think about Mother Earth, we obviously, we call her Mother. So we all, and I thought, you know, we can celebrate that and, and we can celebrate this, uh, female, wild female power through this whole film, through their words, through their voices, for their movement and uh, and yeah, and so somehow not only this is a celebration of Earth, it's also a celebration of women which I think, which I'm all for, so <laughs> which is also another project, uh, another reason that makes this project really special to me Yeah, so uh, if you just head over to my website zero set.org which is Z-E-R-O s-e-t dot org (laughs) and then it's just a forward slash telus which is t-e-l-l-u-s which i don't think even even touch i'm sorry i keep going off the topic but telus the reason why i chose the name is uh one of the ancient um names for earth and for mother nature which i thought would go very beautifully with it and uh and i'm really happy with the name Thank you
0: and until next time. Until next time. This is it from us. If you like the podcast, please rate, review or subscribe. Get involved in the conversation each week on my Instagram account at stories.